What's good, y'all? Welcome back to Reading Host Hoops. I'm your host, Tyreek. Be sure to leave a like, subscribe if you are new, man. This is a place where we talk all about NBA basketball. So if you love hoops, this is the place for you. Now, everybody loves predictions about an upcoming NBA season. Um, we are just a couple days away. As I'm recording, this is the Sunday. So we were two days away from real basketball, from the new NBA season. Uh, Offseason definitely went by kind of fast, but I'm ready for the season to start. So I'm going to give my award predictions and the chances of these award predictions being um, accurate, probably low, but everybody loves giving out predictions, so I'm going to give out mine for this upcoming NBA season. So I'm going to give out my top three candidates for each award. That's how the NBA does it, so I'm going to keep it similar in that aspect. Starting off with Coach of the Year, my top three candidates, number one, I got Monty Williams, number two, Eric Spolster, and number three, Nate McMillan. Um, I chose these three guys. You can choose a lot of different people. You know, for this award to be candidates, I think there's a lot of different candidates. Um, I chose Monty Williams because I still think the Suns are going to be very good. He could have easily won it last year, but what Tom Thibodeau did in New York was pretty sensational. But I think the Suns are going to be one of the top teams in the league once again this season. I don't think there's going to be a drop-off at all. So I think he is should be one of the leading candidates for this award. Eric Spolster and Miami Heat are going to be much improved. And Spolster is one of the best coaches in the league anyways. And he's always somebody that is going to be in the running for this award. And Nate McMillan, um, he had the interim tag on him last year. And the Hawks were very good when he got the job as the coach. And I think that's going to translate this season, man. I don't think people are talking about the Hawks enough to, in that Eastern Conference. Um, you know, they played really well the second half of the season. I think they started off like, started off 14 and 20 last season. And then Nate McMillan took over. They were able to get all the way up to the five seed in the Eastern Conference. They finished off the season really strong. So I think that's going to translate into this season. And I think the Hawks are going to be another young fun team and we'll make some noise in that eastern conference next up we got six man of the year um some good candidates on this list i had to switch it up last second because the Kyrie irving news came out so i had patty mills at number two i don't know if he's starting or not yet so i'm gonna just i'm gonna remove him from the award because we're gonna assume he might be the starting uh, guard on this Nets team so number one i got tyler hero number two i have jordan Poole, and number three we have jordan clarkson my honorable mention was Kobe White. I only did that because he's supposed to miss the beginning part of the season. So that's some valuable time that, you know, he won't be able to show that he's a good candidate for this award. But I think he's going to have a very strong season as a sixth man for the Bulls. Um, I spoke I spoke a little bit about Tyler Hero uh, previously in previous videos about I think this season is going to be a nice jump for him. Even though his numbers weren't bad last season, uh, they were pretty much improved across the board, you know, most statistics. But I just don't think the impact was there like it was in his rookie season. I think he's going to get back to that form and even better this season. And I think in that six-man role, he's going to be sensational. Um, Jordan Poole is another guy who can be in most improved com uh, player conversations. I think he's going to have a very good season. But I think six-man of the year is something that he can really, he can really, you know, chase after and win that award. And Jordan Clarkson, for obvious reasons, he's going to score the ball off that Utah Jazz bench, much like he did last season. So a lot of good candidates. There's even more players that we could have named on this list, like maybe Dennis Schroeder. And many more names, many more names, but these are the top three guys in my opinion. And another award that's just like, there's so many good names, there's so many good candidates that can win this award. It's most improved players. There's a lot of guys that I think are about to take a leap next season. I made a whole video on that if you want to check that one out about players I think that are, are ready to make a jump uh, going into this next season. But my top three candidates, um, I got... The Porter Juniors at two and three. I got Michael Porter Jr. at two, Kevin Porter Jr. at number three, and I got Nikhil Alexander Walker at number one. I believe I talked about him in my breakout player video. 
So I'm not gonna speak too much on that. I think he's gonna have the keys to this offense. He's gonna have a sensational season. The Porter Juniors, for obvious reasons, there's a lot of minutes opened up for those guys to do what they do best, and that's you know put up big offensive numbers. I think Michael Porter Jr. has a good chance of averaging 25 points per game this season, and I think Kevin Porter Jr. has a, has a great chance of just you know instead of showing really good flashes of what he can be, putting it all together in one season, I think he has a good chance of doing that this season. Defensive Player of the Year has pretty much been owned by Rudy Gobert over the last you know few years. He has, I think, three of those Defensive Player of the Year awards. Uh, this season, I don't have him winning it. I don't. I got him at number two. I got Giannis at number three. Number one, I have Anthony Davis. And here's why. I have Anthony Davis at one because I'm expecting AD to be the player that he was his first season in L.A., which was, you know, a top, a top five, top three player in the league. He was one of the best players in the league. He was dominant on both ends of the floor. You couldn't really do anything with him on either side of the ball. That's why the Lakers were one of the best defensive teams. That's Part of the reason why they were, you know, the champions that season was AD's impact on the defensive side of the ball. I was in the camp. I thought he should have won DPOY that season. Uh, Giannis ended up winning it, you know, pretty much deservedly so because Giannis is also sensational on the defensive side of the ball. But I think this is AD's year to get that award. And I want to see AD return to that top five, top three player that he was in 2020. Coming down to the last two awards, the Rookie of the Year race, uh, a lot of people assume it's just between two guys, and I'm in that camp, so I think it's between the top two picks in Kay Cunningham and Jalen Green. But I think there's some other rookies that definitely deserve some love. I think the toughest part for me was figuring out the the third guy to put in this race, because I think there's some good names. I thought about Scotty Barnes. I thought about Mobley. I thought about, you know, a lot of a lot of different guys, a lot of different candidates. I decided to go with Jalen Suggs, I think. The Magic have opened it up to where, you know, their young players are going to be able to play the majority of the minutes. They're going to be able to put up good numbers. They're going to be able to, you know, learn from their mistakes. And I think he's going to have a good season. I think he has some pretty good guys at his disposal. I think Mo Bamba is another guy that's going to be really improved this season. Um, from what I've seen in the preseason, I think he's going to take a step forward. Wendell Carter just got paid, so they're, you know, making on him being the starting center of the future. And I think he's going to have a good season. Um, Jalen Suggs, of course, Cole Anthony, R.J. Hampton, so many good young guys. John Isaac coming back. Hopefully, Markel gets back soon enough. Jalen Suggs has all the tools at his disposal to have a very successful rookie campaign. But the top two picks are the front runners for this award. And I think I can see it either way. I can see you going with Kay, and I can see you going with Jalen. I decided to go with Jalen Green. And here's my reasoning behind it. I think there's going to be just so many shots available for him. There's going to be a lot of shots available for Jalen Green. And the, the Rockets are going to be bad, but they're going to be up and down the court. They're going to be putting up a lot of points. And Jalen Green's probably going to be, if not their leading scorer, he's going to be like number two, maybe behind Kevin Porter Jr. or Christian Wood. Like, he's going to be that good. He's going to be that good. He's going to put up a lot of shots. He's going to put up a lot of points. Um, The argument for Kay Cunningham is, Detroit has a pretty decent amount of weapons around him. Jeremy Grant, Sadiq Bey, Isaiah Stewart, they got some guys around him. You know, they brought in the Kelly Olynyk. They, they got guys that, you know, can, you know, help be, um, you know, help K facilitate to them. You know, he's he has some decent weapons around him. So he could average like six, seven assists as a rookie, which might be enough, you know, like LaMelo Ball last year to help him win rookie of the year, even though Anthony Edwards was almost putting up 20 points per game. That's just, you know, it, it really depends. It depends. I'm going to go with Jalen Green. I'm going to stand my ground on that. But I think both of these guys, and Jalen Suggs, all three of these guys are going to have really good rookie campaigns. Now we get to the MVP. Um, we get to the MVP. Uh, my top three, uh, 
At number three, I got Trey Young. At number two, I have Anthony Davis. And I got James Harden at number one. I have James Harden at number one. Um, didn't want to be boring here and predictable, have a Steph or a KD or a Giannis. Um, I think those guys are going to be great. They're going to have great seasons and all that. What vaulted James Harden up to number one for me is the fact that Kyrie might not be playing. And now James really just gets to, you know, run that run run that backcourt basically. Um he can play similar to what he did in Houston, and that's gonna allow him to put up big numbers. And the Nets are gonna be one of the most winning teams in the NBA this season. Um maybe possibly, you know, him and KD might cancel each other out like we've seen in the past with a Steph Curry and a KD on the same team. But James Harden was the MVP candidate last season before he pulled his hamstring. So I don't I think as long as he's healthy I think he's right there. He's right near the top of the list. Should be at the top of the list. And for AD, I, at number two, I'm, I put big expectations on him. I want him to be this kind of player, to be one of the best players in the league. And I think he has the chance to do that this season. And for the Lakers to be the team that they want to be, AD's got to be the best player. He has to be the MVP candidate from that team. You can't let LeBron James, at you know going on 37 years old, be that guy, man. LeBron needs the coast. He needs the coast. Um... AD is the best player. He's He should be the best player in that team, man. And it shouldn't really be a question at this age, man. So I'm expecting AD to be in this discussion. Hopefully, he doesn't let me down. And we're looking back on this like, man, you had AD in your top three MVP candidates. And Trey Young is my dark horse. I think, like I mentioned earlier, the Hawks are going to be very good. And Trey Young, if he's putting up 26, 27 points per game, you know, 9, 10 assists, and the Hawks are like a top four, top three team in the Eastern Conference, What's the argument against him? Like, how can you not have him in the MVP discussion? I think Trey Young's going to have a sensational season. And maybe, maybe this is just me trying to, you know, be a little too much, too different, you know, from maybe other people's lists. But I think there's actually, I think the MVP race is wide open. That's just, that's how I think it's wide open this season. I don't think there's a front runner. Uh, you know, you can argue maybe a KD being a front runner. But I don't think, I don't think that's the case. I think there's a lot of guys that have a chance to take this award. So, we're two days away from the start of the season, and these award races are going to be intense all year. I'm so excited for the 2021-22 season, man. And we're going to be here to talk about it every step of the way. So be sure you are subscribed. Leave a like on this video. Helps out the channel a lot. And I'll be back next time to talk more hoops with y'all, man. Peace.